So here's my advice to you. Get in the fight. Get in the fight for opportunity. Race, gender, sexual identity. Opportunity to survive in a world not suffocated by climate change or bled to death by wars. You're here. You've graduated. You have tools. You have power. You have used the opportunity given to you. So now, get in the fight to expand opportunity for someone else. Welcome back to another episode of the Hatchets Weekly News podcast, Getting to the Bottom of It. I'm Alec Rich. You just heard part of Senator Elizabeth Warren's keynote speech to the classes of 2020 and 2021, who gathered on the National Mall on Saturday morning for a formal commencement ceremony after more than a year and a half of pandemic-induced hardship. In all respects, it was a historic weekend, marked not only by the first in-person commencement ceremony since the pandemic began, but also by the university's landmark bicentennial celebration. So that's why on today's episode, we'll take you through some of the highlights from both commencement and the bicentennial bash on Saturday night, which saw hundreds flock to Kogan Plaza for food, music, and some remarks by university leaders. But beginning with commencement, thousands of alumni from the last two academic years took their place on the National Mall like so many graduates before them. But, as Interim Provost Christopher Allen Bracey noted towards the beginning of the ceremony, the circumstances were quite unique. It is a rare privilege for us to have so many of our graduates back together again after a long absence from GW. We do not take this privilege lightly, and we are thrilled to be here today to celebrate your graduation and all the ways you have already started making the world a better place. University President Thomas LeBlanc who will be stepping down as president at the end of this semester, also gave his final commencement address to a graduating class, noting the significance of the bicentennial mark and his hopes for the graduates. Thanks to you, GW has been a force for good for 200 incredible years, a historic milestone that few universities accomplish, and one that even fewer graduating students are directly a part of. This long legacy is a testament to the strength of our community, And today, this legacy continues thanks to each and every one of our graduates. Today is also a time after many years of your hard work, persistence, and resilience to celebrate how your experiences at GW have changed you, how your leadership has changed GW, and how you already are creating a better world using the knowledge you gained at GW and your commitment to serving others to improve lives. Classes of 2020 and 2021, you have earned this day. President LeBlanc also awarded three President's Medals, which is the highest honor the university president can bestow. They were given to Associate Professors Andrew Morano and Cindy Liu, who helped coordinate GW's pandemic response, and Dr. Anthony Fauci of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. In his peer-recorded remarks, Fauci discussed the importance of ending the pandemic and the resiliency of the GW graduates. The upheaval caused by the COVID-19 pandemic has been profound and historic. For 20 months, this global crisis has contorted our lives in formerly unimaginable ways, impelling us to be creative, adaptable, and resilient. The takeaway lessons extend far beyond those learned with traditional classroom walls. I extend my sincere congratulations to the George Washington University graduates 
who despite extraordinary constraints and uncertainty, persevered and are being celebrated here today. Although the pandemic continues to rage, every person who is vaccinated against COVID is helping to mend the fabric of our lives and is uniting in our shared resolve to return our communities to its former vibrancy. I am delighted that you are holding your commencement celebration live on the National Mall, a sign of progress, a decision of strength, and a message of hope. Former essay president S.J. Matthews, who graduated virtually as part of the class of 2020, was selected as student speaker for that class and discussed the student body's sense of community and determination in the face of the pandemic. While none of us could have expected what would happen after we left campus in March of 2020, we made it through. And it was during this last year and a half that we leaned on our GW community more than ever. From late night Zoom calls to parking lot hangouts, we found a way to stay connected when everything else felt uncertain. As GW students, we've had the unique opportunity to sit in the front row for events that will fill future history books. When many of us started as freshmen, we voted for the first time in the 2016 presidential election. Many attended the inauguration on this very spot, and many of us marched in the Women's March shortly after. We've seen divisiveness, yes, but we've also seen extraordinary examples of humanity and people reaching out to others in their hour of need. During this last year and a half, we've once again found ourselves with a front row seat to history. Many of us had to completely change our lives during the pandemic. We left GW and entered into a world completely different from the one we started in. But we, let, we worked hard, we persevered, and we made it here today. And while many of us may not be exactly where we thought we would be, we can rest easy knowing that we're not alone. And of everything going on in the world, it is very easy to feel defeated and to feel like no matter how hard we try to make a difference, that the world is just too broken. This is simply not true. To quote anthropologist Margaret Mead, share my favorite fictional president, Jed Bartlett, <laughs> never doubt that a small group of thoughtful and committed citizens can change the world because it is the only thing that ever has. In short, you stood up. You stood up for what is right, you stood up for those who are mistreated, and you stood up for each other. And it is those choices that have defined your time as a GW student. And it is those choices that will define you as GW alumni for the rest of your lives. Senator Elizabeth Warren closed out the ceremony, discussing a variety of topics from her two years at GW to presidential campaign to current events, including the ongoing fight for abortion access and President Biden's Build Back Better Act. She even threw a jab at former Democratic presidential candidate Michael Bloomberg. I've been known to pick a fight every now and again. Ask a banker or a Bloomberg. But I don't fight for sport. I fight to make things happen. The way I see it, if you want to make change, you have to be willing to make a real commitment. And that means being willing to take the risk that you could get hurt. And yeah, it's risky, but there is a deep joy in choosing fights you believe in. Sometimes you win and the changes take your breath away. But even when you lose, you're not sorry you fought the righteous fights. Then on Saturday night, GW brought its bicentennial weekend to a near close as alumni, students, and families flocked to Cogan Plaza for food, games, and a live acrobatic show on the side of Gelman Library. University leaders, including LeBlanc, Athletic Director Tanya Vogel, and Board Trustees Chair Grace Spates made remarks. But it was Spates who made the most news from the event, mentioning that in honor of the bicentennial, 
UW is renewing its commitment to making sure the school is more affordable and accessible for students in need moving forward. Now and in the future, we are showing up for you. I have the privilege of announcing a new commitment by the George Washington University to make a GW education more accessible to incoming undergraduate students, especially those who face the greatest financial challenges. Thanks to our passionate and generous donors and a commitment from the university, GW is launching a new initiative to start closing the financial gap for incoming undergraduate students who receive federal Pell grants. But this is just the beginning of our work to ensure that GW opens the doors of opportunity for the most talented students around the world. We are making scholarships and fellowships a major fundraising priority to ensure every future leader has the same opportunity. So back in 2015, an analysis of economically diverse colleges by the New York Times found that GW ranked near the bottom of the list out of nearly 180 colleges measured, and since then GW's average price of tuition has only risen. So Spates' announcement was an interesting way to cap off both a busy weekend at GW and the conclusion of this multi-month bicentennial celebration. We'll be back with more news next week. Getting to the Bottom of It is hosted by Alec Rich and is produced by Sarah Sachs. 